Wow, I'm excited to do this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're having a great day. Um, this is a pre-recorded episode. I am on the road with St. Vincent. I hope it's going well. I don't know because this is all pre-recorded. I leave tomorrow morning to start the tour. I'm very excited. I hope it goes well. I hope her fans like me. And, um... If you're tuning in because you saw me on the road with St. Vincent, thank you. Um, this episode is going to be a fun one. My mom actually gave me the idea. To, idea. Shout out to Jenny. Um, not only for birthing me, but for giving me this idea. Um, I, If you don't know, I've talked about it before. If you're new, um, when I was a young child, I uh, called into a radio station, KISS FM. I'll just give the quick description, I guess, the rundown. If you've already heard the story, I'm sorry. But uh, when I was like, I think I was eight years old, I was getting ready for school. Me and my sisters, I have two older sisters. They're seven and five years older than me. So I never like grew up listening to like kids radio or like kids bop version of songs. It was like, if I was a child, I would have known WAP at this age. You know what I mean? And I would have learned the choreography and I would have been like macaroni in a pot, like on the floor, humping the wood um, as an eight-year-old. You know, that was kind of my journey into becoming a lady. So I grew up with my two older sisters. Uh, I was at my dad's house getting ready for school. We were listening to KISS FM, which is 102.7, Ryan Seacrest, Ellen Kay were the hosts of the show, and, um, it was a big deal, you know, because at the time, Ryan Seacrest was hosting, uh, American Idol, you know, in its prime. This was like Ryan Seacrest, the heyday, when he, I mean, he still is very successful and busy, but this was like the start of the Ryan Sons, you know? And uh, and Kiss FM was like the number one hit music station. I know all music stations say that they're the number one station, but this truly was like the biggest radio station. And this is before like aux cords in the car and like, you know, the transitioning out of tape recorders. And so everyone was listening to the radio before podcasts, before all of that. This is about 2000... I want to say 2003 this was. So this is like a good time for radio. And me and my sisters were getting ready for school. We're listening to KISS FM. And I asked my biggest sister, I'm like, can I have the phone number for KISS FM? I want to call in. And she was like, I'm not letting you call into the radio station. All my friends listen in the morning and they all know your voice and you're going to embarrass me and blah, blah, blah. So... I gave her the idea for her to call in now because I'm going to embarrass her. I can't call in, but she's like, I know the number, so I'm going to call in. So she tries calling in before school. She doesn't get through. My dad takes her to school because she was in high school at the time, so she left earlier. So my dad's taking her to school. Me and my other sister, Courtney, are at the house getting ready. And I'm a child genius. I don't want to compare myself to Doogie Hauser, but, you know, kind of the same. He was a doctor and I was born to be a star. So I hit redial on the phone. And as soon as I hit redial, I get through. There wasn't like me trying to call in a couple times. It was like I hit redial, I get through. Now I'm panicking because I haven't thought my idea through. I didn't know what I was going to say. I just knew that I wanted to like be on the radio and say hi to Ryan Seacrest and whatever. So I get through the operators like, hey, thanks for calling Kiss FM. Like, you know, who am I talking to? And I'm like, my name's Allie. And I always do this like voice to try and recreate what I sounded like when I was in third grade back in 2003. But nothing can do it justice to what I actually sounded like. But I'm like a small child. And I think it's even funnier because my voice now is so like deadpan and monotone that hearing my voice from third grade, you're like, what traumatic event has happened for you to talk like this now? But I'm like, hey, like, uh, I want to talk to Ryan Seacrest. They're like, what do you want to talk about? So I'm asking my sister. I'm like, Courtney, what do I ask about? And my sister selfishly is like, get Britney Spears tickets. Not that I didn't want to see Britney, but I think I probably would have gone more of the route of like shouting out friends from my school who were on their way or like, I don't know. But whatever, it's all I was working with. So I'm like, can I get Britney Spears tickets? So she's like, hold on, we'll put you on the line. We'll have you talk to Ryan. So I'm like waiting, I'm freaking out. I'm like yelling at my sister, like, what do I do? 
And so finally Ryan's like, hello, who am I talking to? And I'm like, Allie. And he's like, what, like, what's going on? How are you? And I'm like, I'm good. I want to get Britney Spears tickets. He's like, how old are you? I'm like seven or eight. I forget how old I was, but either like seven or eight. And he's like, oh, you want Britney Spears tickets? Like, why don't you sing us a Britney Spears song and we'll look to see if we have any tickets. I'm like, okay. So obviously I sing Toxic, one of Britney Spears' more tame songs at the time. So little seven or eight year old me is like, the taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. And I sang the whole song. At least it felt like I sang the entire song. I don't know how much of it I actually sang. But I sing Toxic. And when I'm done singing, bearing my soul, belching. No, not belching. What's the belting? Yeah, I didn't burp, I don't believe. But I was belting. Uh, he goes, oh, we don't have Britney Spears tickets, but we have American Idol tickets. And in my mind, that feels like a big loss. It feels like a big L. I just sang Britney Spears. I want Britney Spears tickets. And you're offering me American Idol wannabe Britney Spears's? But this was right after Kelly Clarkson and all of that. So it's still cool, but you know, whatever. So as a seven or eight year old, I say, I'll only go if they're VIP. And everyone starts cracking up because I'm seven years old demanding VIP tickets or nothing. And um, they thought I was funny. We were talking back and forth. I don't remember much of the rest of the call. I used to say that that was it. Like that was the call that started everything. But my dad says, and I think my dad's right, that after that he was like, call us after you go to American Idol and let us know how it is. And so I guess I called again and I was talking to him about my experience going to the live taping of American Idol. And I guess I was being funny then too. He used the word precocious. I had no idea what that word means. I honestly still don't really know what that means. And, um, and after that phone call, the producer was like, stay on the line. Like, uh, we want to talk to you. So after I talk to Ryan, I stay on the line and then the producer's talking to me. He's like, where's your dad? I'm like, who knows? You know, seven years old, seven in the morning. I'm like, no clue where Larry is. Can't be found. And he's like, well, here's my phone number. Tell your dad I want to talk to him when he gets home. So my dad calls and they're like, we have this idea. We want your daughter to make prank phone calls for our radio station. We will try out a couple of them, and if it works, awesome. And if not, like, we got to try something cool, and thanks for your time. So we go up there, we record some prank phone calls, and it ends up being a big hit. I was a local star in, uh, in Los Angeles, a little radio star. My sister told me I had a face for radio, which at the age of seven really hurts your feelings. Because first of all, you don't know what it means. So you have to have her explain to you what it means to have a radio face. And then you learn what it means and you're like, this is very damaging to my image. Um, but I did it. I went up. My dad took me to the studio in Hollywood. And at the time it was in, uh, it was like the touristy spot. Where's a, like where Sephora and Dave and & Buster's is? What's that center? Hollywood and, Hollywood and Highland. But what's that? Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, it was like right in the Walk of Fame. And, um, you know, being, living in Long Beach, it wasn't like that far, but still like the idea of Hollywood, especially not being like from Hollywood proper was very exciting. So I got to go up with my dad. We recorded some episodes and, uh, and I had a job. I was a, I was a, I was providing for the family. I got paid at first though. So at first they actually didn't pay me at all. And like no one in my family was like, we need to get paid for this. Like we just thought it was so cool. And then I think legally they were like, oh, this is child labor laws and uh, we could actually be in trouble. So I did get paid, um, which like getting paid as a child, like $20 for a phone call would have been sick. Um, but they did give me like a decent amount. And if I was smart with money and didn't spend it when I was in high school, would have been awesome. But, you know, I wanted to get a car. I wanted to go to Coachella. I wanted to shop at Urban Outfitters. And so I did blow through the money quite quickly. But it was helpful because, uh, I mean, my parents, God bless their souls, but they thought that I would go to college. They put half of the money I made into a college account. But like, come on, I'm doing radio in third grade. Do we really think I'm going to end up 
being a scholar. No, I'm going to continue seeking validation and entertainment the rest of my life. Um, so I went to college for like a semester just because I had the means to be able to do it. And I didn't want to do college. I wanted to do stand-up. Um, and so luckily I, I had that money put away into a college account. And when I moved to L.A., it was able to like help me with my rent and I was able to like use that to get me by but I still worked like I wasn't relying on it you know I tried to use it as after learning from spending all the rest of my money I was like okay I need to be a little bit more resourceful with this college money and every time I pulled out the college money you're like taxed 10% on it so it was like I was taking out money, but then I was being charged to take out my own money. What a nightmare. Any advice for parents out there is don't put money away in a college account. Just put money away in a money account. And if it is going to be used for college, great. But yeah, that was, uh, it was, it was great. So yeah, I think after like a couple, maybe even like a year after doing the calls is when I started getting paid. I don't remember exactly how long. Then my dad took some of the money. That was a big controversy in the fam. He bought like patio furniture. My sisters found out. And then, yeah, my dad felt really bad about it. Which he should. That's kind of fucked up to do. And then it puts me in a weird position. I'm like 10 years old being like, Dad, if you need money, you can just ask me. Just tell me. Yeah, it was really weird. But, um, yeah. So... I did get paid for that. I wasn't, like, bawling. I think when I did Joe Rogan's podcast, I talked about this story and people were like, you've had everything handed to you, which is not the case. Um, nothing that I've done in stand-up has been a result of me being on the radio in 2003. Because, like, the thing with the radio, I'm gonna... Oh, so this is the big catch of today's episode is that I'm going to be my mom I went to the dentist to get a night guard because I grind my teeth at night which I found out from my boyfriend telling me that I heavily grind my teeth so I went to get a mouth guard to sleep in and it was by my mom's house and she gave me this idea she said I have a couple of recorded phone calls from your time on the radio why don't you play that on the podcast and it's something that I've always wanted to do and so today we're going to do that. But the thing with these phone calls, I'll give you some inside info, is that the phone calls, I hate to, for any Lil Alley fans out there, I hate to uh, give away all the secrets, but all of the calls were pre-recorded. I was never in the studio with the Ryan Seacrest. Um... I I got to leave school early on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I'd leave school like an hour before it was over. And it was the coolest feeling ever because I'd get a slip in class. They'd call me out and everyone would be like, Allie's going to Hollywood. Allie's recording her calls. And um, I did like that feeling, I'll be honest. I was, it was quite a flex. And, you know, after a while, my dad wasn't like stoked about driving me to Hollywood every week. So they would have like one of their interns at the radio show pick me up from school in one of those like decked out scions with Ryan Seacrest's face all over it and like the black eyed peas, like decals all over the car. So I'd get picked up and then I would go to the studio. Then I'd get. I think dropped off after, but I would record about four phone calls in one day and I would do that every single week. And so on the radio show, the following week, they would play one phone call a day. And then on Friday, people would call in, they would say which call was their favorite. And then the favorite call would be played on Friday. And this was the biggest uh, thing that their station did while I was doing it until... Ryan's Roses came along and messed it up for me. Not really. Ryan's Roses was just very popular. It was when, you know, the people would call and get flowers and they'd find out if they were cheating based on who they sent the flowers to and it was a whole thing. Um, so Ryan's Roses became very popular. But the reason why uh, I just want people to know that nothing I've gotten in comedy is from this is because... Um, once my contract, because I would have like a yearly contract on the radio show. Sorry if this is like boring and all businessy, but I find it kind of fascinating. Um, 
I, I would have like a yearly contract with the radio show. We'd renew it for another year. And then I think by the third or fourth year I was doing it, I was getting older. My name on the show is Lil Allie. I wasn't as Lil, you know, and adolescent Allie doesn't have the same ring to it. My voice was dropping. I was go- getting facial hair going through puberty. Um, and so Ryan Seacrest was starting his production company, Ryan Seacrest Productions, famously known for keeping up with the Kardashians. And he was going to sign me to that. And my dad was like, we should get, they should, they shouldn't have as much of a percent as they're asking for. Which now looking back is kind of silly because it's like, oh, well, zero percent of nothing is less than, you know, whatever percent of something we're doing, you know. But I'm also very glad because if we had signed that contract and accepted the offer, I could have been a reality star and my life might have been not what it is right now. And I pretty much like my life right now for the most part. And um, so, yeah, so once that happened, once we didn't sign with the production company and didn't renew Little Alley. That was it. It was pretty much like I I didn't see Ryan ever again. I didn't see like any of the producers from the show again. Um, But it was four of probably the most fun years of my life. Very exciting. I got to go to the Shark Tales movie premiere and introduce the movie. I got to introduce uh, Gwen Stefani at Wango Tango. Um, I got a picture with Ludacris back when cowboy hats were very popular in 2005. Me and Luda, I was wearing a big cowboy hat he was wearing a big chain and we were just like posted up taking a photo it was a great time got to meet Paris Hilton got to meet Snoop Dogg it was so cool I had fake friends there was like fake friend drama in middle school it was wild but it was a good time um and so yeah I'm gonna play a couple of phone calls I'm gonna comment on them and uh I don't even know where to be. I wish I labeled them better because I wish the one with my sister was the first one we played. I think it was maybe on the third CD. What? That's okay. We can just random do one. Um, so my producer today is uh, Tuggy. So Tuggy, will you just hit a random one? And let's see what it is. Okay, so here's a Lil Alley phone call. Here we go. Here we go. Turn it up a little bit. Hi, this is Annette. Hi, Annette. Hi. This is Allie. Can I help you? Yeah. What do you need? Well, a makeover. Oh, my God. I was not lying about my voice. Do you mind turning the volume up on it a little bit higher? It's kind of quiet. Um... That was my real voice. People thought people would like write in on like Yahoo answers, like questions about little Allie's age, what her background is. People thought I was like a 34 year old voice actor pretending to be a child. Um, So, yeah, I don't remember this phone call, but I'm excited to see. Oh, the whole idea was that I would prank phone call businesses and there would be kind of like a backstory to it. And so I would just try and get some sort of angle across and see how far the business. There's a fucking gnat in my face. It's Ryan Seacrest. Um, I would try and see how far the business would go with my elaborate scheme. So apparently I'm trying to get a makeover. I don't know exactly what business this is, but let's see. You need a makeover? Yeah. What do you want to have done? I have boyfriend problems. Mm-hmm. You do? Yeah. Well, you sound like you're about six years old. You shouldn't have boyfriend problems at six years old. <laughs> well, actually, I'm eight and I do. Well, yeah, bitch. what's the problem? He started looking at another girl because she had all this makeup and stuff on. <laughs> he started looking at another girl because she had all this makeup and stuff on. Yeah. Well, then I think you better come in and we better do you up so then he stops looking at other girls. Don't you yeah, think, Yeah, why don't you get that smoky eye stuff done? You want the smoky eye stuff done? You got it, sweetie. Would it look good on me? You sound like you're adorable, and I think anything would probably look good on you. Yeah, because she's about... a hoochie mama. She's a hoochie mama? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when would, when would you like an appointment? <laughs> this is an emergency. Listen here, Allie. You need a new boyfriend. You don't need to change yourself, honey. Thank I'm sure you, that Annette. You are just fine the way God made you. Just 
Get Amen. rid of the boyfriend, and somebody's going to love you just the way you are. Right? How about if I bring in the other girl, and you ugly her up a bit? <laughs> How about if I bring the other girl in, and I can ugly her up a little bit? Yeah, we could do that. There's about five of us here that would love it. We could, um, let's what see. What would you what do could, to her? We can pl- black dye on one of her teeth, and it'll make her look like she's missing some. <laughs> That's good. Let's see, what else? I have an older brother that you might be interested in. Yeah, but if you're eight, how old is your brother? He's ten. He's ten? He could be my son, honey. <laughs> I he need my date 50. to the homecoming. Oh. Why don't you send the girl that looks at your boyfriend with your brother? <laughs> she doesn't like him. Well, we need to tell her to back off mm-hmm. and go for somebody else. And your brother needs somebody his age. He mm-hmm. likes older women. He does, but not grandmoms. I'm like a grandmom to him. Yeah. I have to what? run to the store right now. Don't run. Take the car. Okay. I'll talk to you after, honey, okay? Okay. Bye. You were so sweet to talk Bye. to. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow, that was a good first call. I didn't hear that one. I listened to a couple of them yesterday, and it was so nostalgic and so adorable. But I did this really annoying thing. I don't know how it started or why. It was even on the very first call I did, which I was trying to find because the very first call, the first time I went into the studio, we pre-recorded four calls, and I think we got like three of them were good or maybe two of them were good. But we couldn't get, we wanted to call the DMV and ask for a new photo for, I I think my grandma, my grandma's ID photo for her driver's license was really ugly and whatever. And we couldn't get a hold of the DMV. And so my sister was with me when we were recording those first few episodes. And so we had her pretend to work at the DMV just to like, you know, for the first few episodes to try and see if they would work. And it was so funny hearing her voice and then, like, me talking to her as a child. It's so weird. And I remember, like, some of these so vividly. Like, as soon as the phone calls start, I'm like, oh, my God, I remember this one. Um, That was a good one, though. That lady was so sweet, so helpful. My voice is insane. Like, I really wonder what happened. My voice was so high. Oh, but I started doing this annoying thing even from, like, the first week of calls where... When I would be done with the call, I'd go, bye, 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 and just, like, berate them with byes. Let's try another one from that. Let's see what the next one is. But, oh, also, these are converted from CDs, and I've had them since, like, 2005, so some of them are a little bit scratchy, so we'll have to just skip it if it gets too bad. Hi, this is Annette. Oh, hello again. <laughs> this is Annette again. Can I help you? I'm Allie. I'm Allie. Hi. Hi. How are you? Can you help me? Sure. I want to find out what your fees are for shooting. Uh, well, is this for yourself? Yes. Okay, it's five dollars for adults and. Juniors are free. Ooh, so I get to shoot for free? Yes. Good. When can I come? From 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And I could come alone? Well, you'd have to be supervised by an adult. Well, you're an adult, aren't you? Will you supervise me? No, I cannot supervise you. You'd have to have a, your parent there. Yeah, but you said an adult. Yes, your parent. Yeah, but the first time you said adult, and the first time is usually right. <laughs> yeah, I have a gun. You do have a gun? Yes. Okay. Stay strapped. Well, then it's my brother's. It's a Buzz Lightyear gun. Okay. It's a what? It's a Buzz Lightyear gun. Yeah. Do you have an adult there that I could speak to? No, my mom's at work. And my dad's in the shower. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you ever had a Buzz Lightyear gun shot there? No, I haven't. I can't say I have had a Buzz Lightyear gun shot here. <laughs> I took it from my brother. Okay. I want to shoot it with you. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. can't shoot it with you. I work in the office. It's a laser gun. It's a laser gun, huh? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, you're funny, Allie. Do you like your boss? Yes. If you didn't like him, I could shoot him for you. 
Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and terminate this conversation. Took a turn. You have a good day. Don't say terminate. Okay, whatever. Okay, whatever. I don't know what the point of that call was at all. Maybe I was trying to see if she would let me murder for hire. I like that. A little eight-year-old with down for revenge with a Buzz Lightyear gun. The AK Buzzy. Some of them weren't, you know, hits. That probably didn't win Friday's top call. But, uh, you know, I was eight. What do you expect? What? Annette? Yeah, that was a good one. There's some other good ones. Let's, uh, the other thing that's funny about doing these is they would play... The first call would play at 7.20 in the morning, which is prime drop-off at school time. So everyone would be in the cars, going to school with their family, and they would be listening to it, and then they would replay it at 9.20. But people thought that I was... I mean, I made it sound like I was there in studio every morning because I'd pre-record like, Hey, Ryan, what's up? Can't wait to make calls today. And then he'd, like, talk to me, but it was all, you know, pre-recorded. But people would be on these online forums and they're nowhere to be found anymore because this is like before everyone was online, you know. But I remember like looking it up uh, when I was a kid, like in middle school and like seeing what people would say. People would be like, this is irresponsible. You know, this is, uh, you know, she's not going to school. She's missing school to be on the radio. Like, how could you guys do this? And I remember people would call in and be like, my daughter's funnier than that little alley girl. Like, you should give my daughter a job. And, like, this all just happened by coincidence. Um, But, yeah, let's listen to another call. I hope this is entertaining. I find it very entertaining. But I don't know if it's just because maybe I'm a narcissist. If this is Annette. Good morning, DMV. Oh, press pause. I need to speak some. Okay, so this was one of the first calls I ever did, which is why my sister is pretending to be the person who works for the DMV because we couldn't get a hold of the DMV. So this is my oldest sister, Brittany, and me recording this prank phone call. Let's go back to the very beginning. Good morning, DMV. How may I help you? I need to speak somebody about a photo. I need to speak somebody. I'm sorry, we don't have anyone here that deals with photos. May I redirect your call? No, I need to talk to somebody about a license photo. Well, what's your concern? My grandmother got her license back. Yes. In the picture, um, you made her look like Roddy Dangerfield. Well, I'm sorry to hear about that. She's an attractive woman. Well, I'm sorry. We can't do anything about pictures. We try our hardest to make you look your best. Are you trying to say my grandmother is ugly? No, I'm not trying to say that at all. I'm just saying there's only so much we can do with the pictures. But you're making it sound like my grandmother is very like an ugly duckling. Well, I'm not trying to sound that way. She looks like Uncle Fester from the Adams Family. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's not that bad. Let me ask you a question. Did you see Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future? Yes, I have seen that movie. He looks good compared to my picture. (laughs) Well, I'm very sorry you feel that way. Just please stop laughing. Okay, I'll try. You should be taking pictures for America's Most Wanted. Well, we're very busy. I have to go soon. Really, you photographed her and she looks dead now. I'm very sorry about that. See, you're laughing at me again when I told you not to laugh. I'm really not laughing. I'm going to hang up. Bye. 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 There's the signature. Allie send off. Bye. 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 There was one episode that was, there was one call that was so good. It was, uh, I wonder if we have, I'd have to go through every single one. I would know from the beginning, but we're not going to go through every single one. But there was one, I should sell these if anyone wanted the entire collection but um there was one where I called like a funeral home and I was like uh my grandma my grandma was buried is that a good impression of myself hi um can you help me yeah my grandma was buried at your cemetery and she said that I could have her watch but she got buried with the watch. And so I'm wondering if you guys could dig up my grandma to give the watch to me. And they're like, uh, we can't do that. And I'm like, but she told me she she had a voice recording of her 
saying that I could have her watch and they're like oh well do you have the voice recording and I'm like yeah I do and it's just me changing my voice and I go I want you to have my watch and uh it's so funny but I don't know if we have we must have it on on one of the CDs let's listen to another one and maybe if we're lucky it'll be there Hello? Hi. Hi. It's Allie. Who is it? Allie from down the street. Hi, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. You met me, you probably just don't remember. Oh, okay. I'm in the green and white house. All right. I was there at your house for Halloween last year. Uh-huh. I don't well, know who this is. I was um a little devil. <laughs> I'm always a little devil. Last year. I think you gave out the Tootsie Roll and the bubble gum. Oh, I gave out all different kinds of candies. This year I'm doing it a little differently. What are you doing? I'm scheduling where I go. Okay, you want to come to my house? I do. I want to see what time you're operating. What, for Halloween? Yeah. I usually, usually the kids start coming around 6 o'clock, right? Right. Well, here's what I want to do. I want to see what candy you're going to have. Well, I usually don't give out Tootsie Rolls and Blow Pops. You might have got that from somebody else. I usually do Reese's Cups. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I usually do Reese's Cups, um, York Peppermint Patties, Snickers Bars. Can you upgrade your Snickers to the great big one? To the great big one? Yeah. How about, well, I always buy the same kind so everybody can have a variety. Usually what I do is I just put the bowl out. And you guys stick your hand in there and grab what you want. Oh. So if you like a big... Yeah, but I want a special one. You want a special one? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a special Does girl. Your mom know you're I want the giant size Kit Kat. You want the, gi- the giant Kit Kat? Does yeah. your mom know you're calling? Are you kidding? She'd never let me call. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> no way. <laughs> this is between you and me. <laughs> Oh, honey, you're funny. Okay. I'll put my candy bar under your mat. Under my mat? Oh, yeah. no, I won't hide you. I don't, you don't want it under the mat. Then it'll be all dirty. You want, you know. Well, just keep it clean for me. Yeah, I keep it clean for Get you. Get the giant Kit Kat. Okay. Just being greedy. Just being greedy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should try not being greedy. Next time. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. See you Halloween. Next time you should try not being greedy. Well, next time you should upgrade the freaking candy, you little wench. It's so funny. I don't remember that one either. I kind of I want to listen to more. Let's hit another one. Stratacision, your good health is our priority. Maintaining it is our goal. No, I don't like Hi, this, this one. Boyd. Ah! Right, press pause. No. I listened to this one yesterday. It's re- I don't like it. It's re- yeah, not worth it. Hi. Yes, hello? I need to talk to somebody about my headshots. Can I have your name, please? Allie. Okay. Allie, have you have you gotten your pictures taken here before yet? No, I want to. Oh, you would like to? Yeah. Are you guys good? Um, yeah, sure. What kind of headshot were you looking for? Well, I'm an aspiring actress. You're an aspiring actress? Model. Okay. Musician. Wow. <laughs> comedian. <laughs> okay. First, let me tell you what we usually do for headshots. We have a studio Uh on premises, and the sitting fee, which includes you receiving one 8x10 picture, is $250 plus tax. Would you be willing to take that on a back-end deal after I start making money? I don't understand what you mean. In other words, invest in me? Mm, We're not in the business of investing. Well, neither am I, but I'm going to be a star. I mean, I'm mm. sure... You can have a piece of the, the action. Um, <laughs> you're very funny. <laughs> if you hold on for just a moment, I can have you speak to one of the photographers if you like. Okay. Okay, hold on. 
videographers and photographers working here. I was such a little whore. Hi, this is Avelina speaking. How can I help you? Hi. Hi. Are you the photographer? Is there anything I can help you with? Yeah, I'm Allie. Okay, how are you doing? Good. I was telling your assistant that I want my headshots. Okay, great. They're 250 plus tax. Would you like to set an appointment up? I would love to set an, an appointment up. Okay, great. What but would I want like to negotiate the deal with you. There's no negotiation. That is our minimum. It equals Boss baby. up to one 8x10 portrait. But I was trying to do a back-end deal. We don't do that. I'm sorry. Will you invest in me? We don't do I'm that. I'm a star. I understand. Have a great day, okay? I can give you $50. If you're finished, I would like to continue business. My stage name is Roxy Buttercup. That's <laughs> great. Have a great day now. Damn. I was like a reverse kidnapper. Like, I feel like I, my all my calls are like I'm begging to be kidnapped. Like the one with the candy. I'm like, can you get me a big candy? I'm like, I'll go to your house at this time. I don't care. Stranger danger knew no bounds. Tuggy is asking me if I wrote all of these, if those are my words. Well, folks, not quite. So what would happen is um, I would go into the studio and it was just me, whoever drove me there, either my dad or no one or like someone who worked at the radio station. And uh, and they would tell me like they knew who I was calling. They knew what the point was. And so they would say like, you're going to be calling uh, this beauty company because uh, this other girl who wears makeup is is trying to steal your man so they would tell me like what the goal of the call was and then we'd start and if there was ever like a moment where I just didn't know what to say or like the producer had input I would be wearing headphones like I am now and tuggy where you would be sitting as the producer and so he would feed me lines if I needed it but they wanted it to be like what a kid would say but like in the call with the DMV when I'm saying Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future I'm like I've, I've never seen I don't know what that reference is but he's like say that and so sometimes if there's like a pause when I'm talking it's because I'm like trying to process what he's saying and sometimes I'll like say words wrong because I heard him say it a certain way um, but yeah, so it was like a mix between me and the producer who I adore. He was like my best friend. Isn't that so weird being like an eight year old with like a 32 year old, you know, radio producer, like we would get food together. We'd go to Quiznos, you know, um, and we reconnected on Instagram. His name's Nate Marino. Great dude. So funny. And uh, now he works for the Elvis Duran show. But yeah, he's uh, he's uh, half the face of Lil Alley. Half the voice of Lil Alley. Um, but yeah, I, I want to... It'd be fun to have him on the podcast or like, you know, I don't know. But yeah, it was me and Nate up in that stew. Uh, I want to listen to... Oh, before, thank you Liquid Death for keeping me hydrated, keeping my mouth... Nice and moist for the episode. Sorry if you hate the word moist, but if you're one of those people who can't handle the word moist, how about you grow up? Um, Liquid Death is one of my favorite waters. I just, one of the maintenance guys at my apartment came by to fix something up. I offered him a Liquid Death. He thought he was getting a brewski, a little tall can of alcohol. And I said, sorry, bud, just water, but best water of your life. If you could get buzzed from water, it would be Liquid Death water. That's how good it is. It makes you feel better than other people. It makes you feel confident. It's a definitely a liquid lubricant. Um, and Liquid Death is doing something very cool for my listeners. If you go to liquiddeath.com slash Mac, you can get a free koozie. Free little LD coos. Um, so go to liquiddeath.com slash Mac to get uh, some beverages, carbonated, uncarbonated. Um, and a free koozie. Also, you can just get it at 7-Eleven or Whole Foods and, um, try and get it more places. Tell everyone about it. It's my favorite water. It's made out of aluminum. It's a nice little can so it doesn't pollute the earth. Oh, yeah. Liquid Death, one of the best waters out there. Thank you for uh, uh, supporting my podcast. Let's listen to another episode of Lil Alley on 102.7 KISS FM.
have an offer? Hi, um, I have a big party, and I was wondering if you deliver. Yeah, what city do you live? Um, well, I need chips, M&Ms. Yeah, what city, what city do you live? Burbank. What's your address on there? Um, well, I, I'm going to give it to you, but I want to order first. Yeah, well, I need to know the address first. Well, I need, like, 60 bags of chips. Do you have that? Yes. Do you have M&Ms, like a box of them or something? We have, yes. Do you have any ice cream? We do, yes. What flavors? All kinds of flavors. Well, everybody here likes chocolate chip. Yeah, yeah. We had that, yeah. Does that come in, like, a five-pound drum? Yes. Can I have two of those? Well, without the address, I'm not going to give you any information. But will you deliver a six-pack of beer and do that for me? Yeah. And some scotch? Everything. The whole thing? Yeah. Great. I'm an alcoholic. Are you? And I have to sneak it in. Okay. And how about some smokes? Do you have any? Yeah. I like Chesterfield. Yeah, okay. Can you do that for me? That's I a Nate line. Chesterfield. Okay. In five minutes, because I have the shakes. Yeah, keep talking. I'm listening, okay? Okay. I really need a drink. Okay, go ahead. Okay, deliver it right now. I'll be waiting. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. 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 I want to find, will you, I'm just going to skip some of them, but I want, there's one that's so funny about clowns. I'm like looking for a clown for a party. It's on one of the CDs, um, but I don't know where it is. Peter. Hi. Hello. Can you help me? Okay. Um, I'm doing a book report for school. Mm -mm. Okay. I want to find the one, too, where I'm singing. I'm called the radio store. Or the CD store. This is Dora. Hi, Dora. Yeah? May I speak to you about the school menu? No. Sorry, Dora. Sorry if this ring oh, noise is really you? annoying. Um, I want to know if you could take me to an amusement park nope. next time. How can I help you? I need help with the song. Yes. Okay, um, what song is it? Well, I don't know the title, but I could sing it. Okay, what is it? Okay, the first one goes like this. It goes, get out, leave right now. It's the end of you and me. And then it goes, no tears will fall from these. Okay, I just want to do myself justice. I don't know why I didn't really put my heart and soul into that. Because listening to that, I'm like, I thought I've always had a good voice. And that just really is like, if I didn't know, I'd be like, get out right now. It's the end of you and me. I'd be like doing all the, it's too late and I can't wait for you to be gone. Because I know no tears left. From these Would have been so much funnier if I really did. But I'm like doing kids Bob version. Get out right now. Anyway, keep going. I think it's um, JoJo. How about this one? Dip below, pick it up slow. Move it all around, pick it up like it's Racco. Pop. Pop, pop, that thing. Will you pause it? I'm gonna show you how to make okay, I love this because it's so pure. And I remember when I was little, I would sing songs having no idea what the words were, but I would just so confidently sing them. And I remember one time my cousin Ariel was like, Allie, if you don't know the words to the song, don't sing it. And ever since then, I've really made sure I knew all the words to the songs because I'm saying, pick it up, dip it up slow, move it all around, back it up like it's Recco. I don't know what Recco is or Gecko or Brecco. It's a uh, dip it low, pick it up slow, move it all around, back it up like let your back roll, right? <laughs> dip it low. Wait, let me look up the lyrics. I don't know what Recco is or what why I thought it was Recco. Dip it low, pick it up slow. Dip it low, pick it up slow. Okay, here's the lyrics. 
Dip it low, pick it up slow, roll it all around, poke it out, let your back roll. Like it's Recco. Okay, you can press play. I think I sing it one more time, which is great. Go man say, oh, oh. Um, one second, let me check. <laughs> Hello? Hi. Hi. You got a couple songs you're looking for? Yeah. Okay. They said you're the master. Well, I can maybe help you out. What are... Uh, she thinks the one is JoJo, and her song is Leave, Get Out. It's on her new CD. So what is the other one you were looking for? The other one goes, dip it low, pick it up slow, move it all around, pick it up like it's Becco. <laughs> okay, let me check on that real quick. Pick it up like it's Becco. Jeez, they're going deep. The other one is Christina Million, and it's off her new CD as al also. Oh. Let me check and make sure that we have them both in stock. But I know we have the Christina Million. We've been trying to get the JoJo. Uh, we've been selling out quite a bit, but I believe we have that one in stock also. Yeah, I see it actually on one of the displays. And I have another song. Okay. It goes, um, on a Monday I'm waiting, and by Tuesday I'm fading into your arms so I can breathe. Oh! You know that one? It's, it's Avril Lavigne. I don't think that's Avril. Are you sure? Yeah. Because it's one that we've listened to in the store quite a bit. Right, let me grab the CD here. And we have the promo. Uh, are you available to come in? Because we can set you up and let you listen to it. Mm, I'm you know, make old. sure all three songs are, are the ones you're looking for. Or are you just looking for the names? Well, I want to come in. Can you send someone to get me? To get you? Yeah, I'm eight years old. I'm used no, to getting chauffeured. You have to have your parents bring you in. Do you have a shuttle service? No. No, we don't. Because I've seen those Music Express limos. Uh-huh. No, Isn't that your a... company? No. So you don't pick people up no. to buy CDs? No. Maybe you should. We'll, we'll have to see about that. Yeah. You can have your parents bring you in. No, they work. Well, we're open till 9 every night. So uh, you can come in any time from the morning till night, maybe after they get out of work. Maybe I'll do that. Okay, thanks. Check in the Music Express. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, I found the call. This one was one of my favorites that I heard. There's still so many that I haven't listened to. Um, and this is me calling up a, a clown business, trying to get a clown for my birthday. So here we go. Last call for the episode. Clown. Hi. Hi. I need a clown. You need a clown, huh? For a party. What day? Well, it's going to be in about two weeks on a Saturday. Okay. I want to ask you a few questions. Okay. We used your service before. Mm-hmm. My mom called up uh -huh. and had a clown come, mm -hmm. and he was depressed. He was depressed, huh? Yeah, he wasn't funny at all. Oh, dear. Halfway through my party, his nose fell off. Oh, no. Into the cake. Into the cake? Really? Yeah. It was very embarrassing. Oh, dear. But he stuck his nose back on. Oh, good. And there was all this icing on his face. Oh, good. But my dad thought maybe if you have a clown drink, he'd be happier. If we had a who? The clown drink, he'd be happier. He might be. Most of them do, actually. They drink? Oh, yeah. The last clown kept making ugly balloon toys. Oh, no. He made a giraffe, and it looked like a horse with whiplash. A horse with whiplash? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Usually their giraffes look more like orangutans. Yeah, except they're supposed to look like giraffes. <laughs> My clown smelled like schnapps. He smelled like schnapps? Yeah. Oh, man. That's odd. Let's see. Most of them drink JD, I think. JD? Yeah. And his flower wouldn't squirt. His flower wouldn't squirt? No. He must have had it on backwards. I think he did. Yeah. Are you a clown? Sometimes. I could tell. Yeah. Because you're trying to be funny. Yeah. It's not really working for me. It's not, huh? No. <laughs> oh, well. Well, thanks you're for calling. You're not going to send okay? yourself, are you? Okay. I guess I insulted him. Nice. Nice way to end it, Allie. Oh, it's so fun having those. What a fun, cool thing I got to do. Um, if you have any questions, I guess, about it, feel free to leave them in the comments below the video. I'm going to see if anyone has left a review 
on iTunes. And if anyone has left a five-star review on iTunes, I will make sure to shout them out. So let me see if there are any new... uh, any new reviews don't forget to subscribe on youtube don't forget to leave a review comment do all of those nice things someone said this is from Kristen. she said i love ally she's super funny and relatable always look forward to a new episode thank you Kristen. this is from dusty brisket love that what a wonderful way to spend an hour. Allie makes me smile. Love the song at the end. The song at the end is by the War Toys. I always forget what it is, but I know someone has commented what it is. I want to say it's called... I forget. Um, Wishbone Man said, Everything Allie Mac is awesome. And then Tony No Bueno said, I don't know why I love this pod, but I do. Gonna enjoy catching up and just subscribed on Patreon. You might as well do the same. Um, and then uh, we got one one-star review from this loseroni. But uh, if you put in a five-star review, I'll shout you out on the podcast. Thank you for listening. If anyone knows Ryan Seacrest, tell him I say hi. Um, and that's it. See you next week. God bless. Mwah.